Thousands of turkeys exploded in a turkey factory fire. And a jetliner hit a brown bear while landing in Alaska. And the Pope is in the news. Pope Francis is praying that robotics don't turn against us. And he has an Instagram account. Did you know that? These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. Wicked it, wicked it, wicked it. I'm Jonesy and I record in a closet. I hope you appreciate me today. Hey, mainstream news. Listen to Weird AF News with Jonesy. 87,000 turkeys exploded in a big fire, unfortunately. Shutting down a smoked turkey plant for the holiday season, my goodness. This is my Texas accent. I don't know if it's accurate or not, but it feels damn good. I feel bad for this turkey company. This is a bunch of crapola. Right in time for Thanksgiving. All these turkeys up in smoke. What are we going to do, guys? Do you have that turkey insurance I talked about yesterday? Greenberg Smoked Turkey Incorporated is in Tyler, Texas. That's the name of the company. They're going to halt all smoked turkey production for the rest of 2020 after a fire and at least two big-ass explosions. That's what I call explosions. Big-ass. In Texas, everything is big. Big Big-ass. Big-ass explosions destroyed the facility, the smoked turkey facility. The company sells 200,000 smoked turkeys every holiday season. My goodness, that's a whole boatload of turkeys. I'll tell you right now, that's a buttload of turkeys. That's a big-ass turkey plant right there. The Greenberg family... They they have grown this 82-year-old smoked bird business into a holiday obsession. In fact, in 2003, they were featured on Oprah Winfrey's Favorite Things. The owner is a man named Sam Greenberg. He's the grandson of the founder by the same name. He says, here's what happened in the smoked turkey factory. A mechanical failure started a fire in a vacant shipping room. A freezer that was holding 87,000 turkeys. Man, that's a crap load of turkeys. I can't even wrap my head around what 87,000 turkeys looks like. That's a lot of bird right there. They exploded. 87,000 turkeys just bam. That's a big explosion. I imagine meat, poultry was just raining down on the rest of the town, correct? Because, I mean, 87,000 turkeys to go up in the air, then to come down, just cover your whole street. All of downtown Main Street, Tyler, Texas, I'd imagine, just smelled like a smoked-ass turkey for a few days, which is probably pretty nice. I got to tell you, it's a good smell. I do like smoked turkey. I really do. I also like the honey turkey. I like a, I like turkey, man. I do. Thankfully, in this smoke turkey explosion, nobody was hurt. A team of 24 firefighters fought the blaze and its aftermath for nearly two days. Two days of turkey fire. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine? I'll I'll tell you right now, though, those firefighters probably never been around a better smell on the job, you know, for a, a turkey plant to go up in smoke. What would smell better than that? Like maybe a s'mores plant? Like if you were going to go to a s'mores plant to put up like a marshmallow plant, like a marshmallow peeps plant. Fighting a fire at a marshmallow peeps plant probably smells pretty good most of the day. Maybe like a candy cane factory that melted. That might be a nice smell for the afternoon. This is two days of fighting these explosive turkeys. Firefighters probably covered in feathers and shit. Well, no, not feathers, but you know what I mean. We got this here, Texas fire chief. He's got a quote. He says, after the fire, I tell you right now, what was left was only a pile of turkeys. Yeah, I'd imagine. But not just a pile of turkeys, Finley. A lot of... Sad families who probably ordered their turkeys from Greenbergs, as they do every year. But never fear, customers who already ordered a turkey, they're going to get a refund this week. That's what the owner Greenberg says. Also, want you to know the only other way to get a Greenberg smoked turkey? Well, this year you're going to have to go to Central Market. I don't know where Central Market is, but apparently they got some Greenberg turkeys that haven't blown up. Said 
some shipments had already been sent out to Central Market for the for the holiday season, so we got them over there. Greenberg says the fire was the perfect storm to put us out of business, but not so fast. We will rebuild. We'll be smoking turkeys in 2021, he says. Into hell with 2020. <laughs> hey, that's a true Texan right there. I tell you, he don't let any, anything get him down. He ain't going to stop smoking turkeys. He was born to smoke them turkeys. He wasn't born to blow up 87,000 turkeys. He wasn't even born to accidentally blow up 87,000 turkeys and then not bounce back in 2021 smoking turkeys. That's how you do it, Greenberg. A plane hit a brown bear while landing in Alaska. A lot of people sent me this story. I guess you guys want to hear about a bear getting struck by a plane, you sickos. Well, here we go. Yakutat, Alaska. An Alaska Airlines jetliner struck a brown bear while landing, killing the animal and causing damage to the plane. That's a sad story, man. The bear died. How'd the bear get on the runway? Don't they have a fence? There's so many bears up there in Alaska. you got to imagine that they're just part of your everyday life. Of course, you never expect to be on a plane that hits a bear. The chances of hitting a bear with a plane, super slim. It has to, First of all, it's got to happen on the ground. We don't have any flying bears. You could possibly hit a flying squirrel. That's possible. Or a pterodactyl. <laughs> no, no, you can't. It says here that none of the passengers or the crew members on board the plane were injured. Thankfully, during the accident at Yucatan Airport, which is located in southeast Alaska, if you guys are keeping score at home. The Boeing 737-700 killed the brown bear instantly. But a cub, thought to be about two years old, was left uninjured. Oh, goodness. Did they, did they grab the cub and take it in and feed it out of a bottle? Like, are they raising the cub now that you've killed the, the mother bear? Boeing 737, Southeast Alaskan Airport. What are you doing for the cub? That's what I want to know. The airport crew members had cleared the runway about 10 minutes before the flight was expected to land. Well, you didn't get the bears off the runway, so you, you really didn't clear the runway. The plane landed after dark, and crews followed normal procedures for the runway checks. The staff did not see signs of any wildlife during the check. Uh, and that's something you got to do in Alaska, because it could be a moose just wandering on your runway. You know what else they have in Alaska? Uh, they have mongoose, I think. Yeah, mongoose. That's a weird animal, man, and you can't find them everywhere. Very powerful animals, by the way. Look up a mongoose. I saw it on that David Attleboro. Yes, the mongoose is in the forest looking for its prey. It could eat just about anything, even a Boeing 747. Yes, the mongoose. Quite powerful. I don't know if that's a good Attleboro. Or is it Attenborough? What's his last name? The pilots spotted the two bears crossing the runway as the jet slowed after actually landing. Oh, goodness. Could you not just pull the emergency brake pilot and not hit the two bears? The nose gear missed the bears, but the captain felt an impact on the left side after the bears passed under the plane. Uh, you whacked it with a wing. The pilots saw the bear lying about 20 feet from the center of the runway as the plane taxied to a parking it was not immediately clear how many passengers were on the flight. The plane departed from the town of Cordova and was scheduled to stop in Juneau after leaving Yucatan. What about the cub, everybody? Can we get information on what's going on with this baby cub? It says here the airport is partially enclosed by a fence. Well, maybe you ought to make it wholly enclosed by a fence. You are in Alaska and bears are everywhere. M you know, moose are wandering. Camels. No, not camels, but there's other stuff. You need a, a full fence enclosure. 
Come on, how huge is this airport? It's Yucatan. I mean, put a fence up around your airport, dummies. Employees undergo annual wildlife hazard training and use pyrotechnics or vehicles to herd the animals away. Well, maybe you ought to get one of those uh, robotic wolf robots that they have in Japan to scare the bears away. Just put them all around your airport. Or a fence! How about a fence? Last I checked, fences aren't that expensive. You could get a fence. Clearly, this is a problem striking wildlife in Alaska. Planes previously have been reported to hit such animals as deer, geese, and something called a caribou, which sounds more like a fruit. It's, it also says, and other animals in Alaska. This is the first time it's been reported of anyone being aware of a bear being struck. That doesn't mean they haven't struck bears before. Yikes, the poor bears all over the world. Now they've got planes landing on top of them. What do you do? And what about the cub? I need more info. Nobody's updating me on the state of affairs with this poor bear cub who's now motherless. Anybody have info? Please call the show. 646-450-2012. Pope Francis. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Is in the news for a couple of weird things I want to share with you. It's always good to give you an update on what the Pope's got going on. Well, he prayed that robots don't turn against us recently. Um, he urged Catholics to pray that artificial intelligence and robots, quote, always serve mankind instead of stripping humanity of its dignity. I think that's an important message, actually. I hope that the AI doesn't kill us as well. In his monthly prayer address, he warned that while robotics may bring positive change to the world, it could also exacerbate inequalities across the planet. He said artificial intelligence is at the heart of the epochal change we are experiencing. Robotics can make a better world possible if it is joined to the common good. Indeed, if technological progress increases inequalities, it is not true progress. Future advances should be oriented toward respecting the dignity of the person and of creation. Let us pray that the progress of robotics and artificial intelligence may always serve mankind. We could say, may it, quote, be human, he proclaimed. He messaged this because he was addressing concerns that an increase in robotic development could lead to job losses and uh, possibly widening the global wealth disparity gap. And that's something to be concerned about. If robots can do our jobs, what, what good are we at that point? You know, I mean, I, I don't think a robot could do my job. I mean, can you imagine a robot doing like a terrible Scottish accent? I doubt it. I doubt it. You know, the, the robot would do a perfect Scottish accent in one of the articles, and then that would just be boring. That would be boring. It's a lot funnier to listen to me fail. And robots are, robots are like perfect and stuff. I think it's hilarious, though, that the Pope is forced to address issues of modernity as we as we get more advanced. So the Pope's got to talk about Mars. The Pope's got to t- the Pope addressed UFOs last year. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> we must make friends with the aliens. Yes, have them over for tea. Uh, the Pope's got to deal with all this crap, you know, artificial intelligence. The Pope's like, why do I got to talk about – I don't know nothing about artificial intelligence. Can I just talk about burning bushes? I just want to talk about burning bushes for the rest of eternity, okay? Why do I got to address stuff that's happening now? 
And now I have a second Pope-related story, and it's about technology. Because I don't know if you know this, but the Pope is on Instagram. And uh, Pope Francis' Instagram account was recently caught liking a bikini model's racy pictures uh, last week, apparently. A follower of Natalia Gariboto, who's a model on Instagram, her handle is Natagata. This follower claims to, get a, to have a screenshot showing the Pope's social media account following this saucy model. And uh, yeah, there's a photo here. She's, uh, well, it's all ass in the photo, basically. So maybe the Pope, the Pope is an ass man, I imagine. This was shared online and commented by the model, but the official at Francis CUS account no longer appears to like the picture. Uh, the image shows the model posing in suspenders and a, uh, dressed as like a little girl. It's like a little girl skirt. It is not clear if the post was quickly unliked by the official Pope's account over the mistake or if the allegedly captured like is even real. But the apparent like from the head of the Catholic Church left the model laughing. She wrote, hey, at least I'm going to heaven. <laughs> so there, I like to think that the Pope is liking beautiful women on Instagram. It's hilarious to me. Uh, <laughs> He's just trying to be modern, guys. He's trying to address modern issues. And clearly, he's an ass man. Hey, Jonesy. It's the angry Florida man here checking in. I just wanted to tell you that that fella over there in Spain, smoking oregano for years and not realizing he wasn't high, well, that's because he's the type of fella that would paint his Paul Malls with whiteout and not have any idea what day it is. Anyway, uh, Jonesy, I almost called you James. Don't know why I would do that. Anyway, talk to you later. Yay! Whoa, listen, ooh-ah-ooh, ooh. are you listening to weird news, ooh-ah-ooh, ooh. do you promise to like, whoa-whoa, review my podcast, yes, leave me a review, I sang a Beatles song for you, urging you to leave a review, I mean, come on, that's a lot of effort there, and I think I nailed it in the original key, um, I love the Beatles, by the way, that's something you should know about me, uh, you can review the show on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon podcast. And there's a few others, but I'm not, I don't, I can't remember what they are. But those are basically the two. So you, you, all you need is an Amazon account if you don't listen to it on Apple Podcasts. Go on Amazon, sign in, look up Weird AF News. There's a little picture of a, a purple alien. And then leave a review with five stars on there, or four stars, or three stars, or two. Don't do, don't give me that one, man. Don't do me, don't do me the one. Don't, don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. <laughs> Tom Petty, anybody? God, I love Tom Petty so much. So much, man. You know you really want to be That's a pretty good Tom Petty, I have to say. I should do a whole story in Tom as a Tom Petty impersonator. We could do that. You know you really want to tell me goodbye. Well, what's that other song I really, really love? Oh, oh, it's a good love is hard to find. Good love is hard to find. You get lucky, Bill. <laughs> you get lucky, Bill. Well, I found you. I don't even know what he's doing. Is he chewing on beef jerky as he sings? That's what it sounds like. Um, who's the worst singer, Bob Dylan or Tom Petty? Call the show, 646 450 2012. That's stupid. Uh, I want to give some love to Melissa Massey. 
Melissa Massey wrote me a nice Facebook message. She wrote, I love your podcast. I listen as often as I can, especially Florida Fridays. I have friends and family in Florida. Well, nobody's perfect, Melissa. Uh, she says, I'm not sure if you saw this one. Ooh, boy, it's a doozy. And then she sent me a, an article. Yes. I forget what it is. Oh, it's a, is it a Florida article? She sent me a couple articles. Oh, one of them's from, uh, it's a Boston story. So thank you, Melissa Massey. I love the Boston weird news, you know. It gives me an opportunity to do the Boston accent, as you know, and it's so much freaking fun when I do that. Also got to give some shout-outs and a uh, big shout-out to Zena Waddell. Zena, like the warrior princess. You guys remember that? Am I dating myself here? Zena, the warrior princess, Waddell, bought me some coffees off my website, which is weirdafnews.com. And she left me a little note because when you buy coffees, you can leave me a note. She wrote, thanks for being awesome, Jonesy. Keep up the fun stories. Oh, keep the fun stories coming. I'm looking forward to your next song parody. Wow. Look at that. I just did a couple song parodies. No, I did one song parody, that Beatles one, I guess, in this episode. What, are the, what a coincidence. Thank you, Zena. You motivate me. And I'm, I'm grateful for your, uh, for your coffees, of course. Keep, keeping me caffeinated till the end of time, 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 time. I got an email from uh, uh, Robin Fair. Who wrote me? It was really nice. She wrote, she wrote, Hey, Jonesy, just drop in a line to say hi and thank you for your podcast. I do wish you would have your podcast come out in the morning, but I, I understand. I'm the kind of person that isn't herself until about noon, so don't try to change it. It probably wouldn't be as good. I'm just so glad I found your show. You're the only man allowed to speak to me the first hour I'm awake. Ha ha. Recently, I changed my Google Assistant to play random newscasts, then finished with Weird AF News. That lasted three days because I found myself stopping the regular stressful and depressing news and telling my assistant assistant to skip to the Weird AF News. Who needs that depressing bullshit to start the day? Mainstream news. Much better to start with you, Jonesy. Heart, heart. Uh, actually, I don't even listen to the regular news anymore, so do me a solid and let me know if the world is ending or any other detrimental news that you think I should know. <laughs> First of all, I love how you use the word detrimental. That's a really cool word. And uh, Oh, I should tell you, Robin, we're in a pandemic, so you should know about that. So don't leave your house without a mask, Robin Fair. She said, I also wanted to say your Florida Fridays absolutely kill me. I love it. By the way, I'm a Florida native, though, although I've lived most of my life right here in Cincinnati, Ohio. Have a wonderful day. Keep it up. Robin. Oh, I've been, you know, I went to Cincinnati for the first time last year and uh, had a great time. Last fall, actually. Love Cincinnati. Really cool. One of my best buddies uh, moved there recently. He lives right in downtown Cincinnati. I could walk to everything. It was so cool. Really, really good time. Also got an email from Terry Lynn. She wrote, why would you not like Peyton Manning, Jonesy? Or did I hear you wrong? I love you, Jonesy, and you have the right to your own opinion. But know that all of Tennessee people, all Tennessee people love Peyton. I know, I know. I know he played his college there. As for Thanksgiving, this will be my first without a big family Thanksgiving. Um, keep on keeping on. Yeah, I think we're all doing not a big th- family Thanksgiving, which is difficult. Um, you should know my opinion of Peyton Manning comes from, firstly, first and foremost, uh, being a Patriots fan. And uh, years and years ago, as you might remember, there was a big rivalry rivalry between the Colts and the Patriots back when the Colts were Super Bowl contenders. They did win one with Peyton. And uh, so it was Peyton versus Brady all the time. And there was always the argument, is Peyton better than Brady or vice versa? And uh, clearly we know the answer to that now. But at the time, it was a raging controversy. 
obviously Tom Brady is the GOAT, so there's no more arguments here. But I was hoping that after football, I would, I would have Peyton Manning out of my damn life. But no, no. Spotify advertise all day long with the Peyton Manning. Hey, you know what it's like to be a good driver down in Peytonville? I tell you, don't Peytonville. Hey, Peyton Manning here. Come on down to Peytonville. Shut up with your Peytonville. Retire into the sunset already. Why do I got to listen to you on advertisements? You are irrelevant now. You're a retired NFL player. Like, seriously, why am I hearing your voice all the time? It's stupid, okay? We have, we have NFL players that are still playing that can be doing commercials. Your Pat Mahomes is even Aaron Rodgers, who does do commercials now. I wouldn't mind seeing more of him, hearing more of him. He's actually playing still. And why isn't Tom Brady on a commercial? Why don't I hear him? Peyton Manning. I'm done with Peyton Manning. Terry Lynn, I'm done with him. I don't want to hear him on Spotify. And I don't have a paid Spotify account. So I hear it, I don't know, every five songs. I got to hear Peyton Manning's annoying. Yeah, Peytonville, you know, who's the best driver in Peytonville? I don't care! <laughs> Whew. Well, anyways, that's how I feel about it, Terry. <laughs> but you know what I do care about, Terry Lynn, is you. And I appreciate you uh, being a loyal listener and a long time Listener and supporter of Weird AF News. Yeah, Terry Lynn's been uh, been been a supporter for a very long time, and I appreciate you very, very much. Thanks for the email. And uh, I will keep on keeping on. You keep on keeping on, too. Please be safe. Um, be, please be safe. I assume you're in Tennessee. So, All right. Well, this outro has been way long, and I'm just going to end on the Patreon by giving you guys the Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News. Please consider joining the Patreon and supporting Weird AF News, your five-day-a-week news show. Trying to pay the bills over here. Keep the lights on. Um, keep my keep my closet uh, <laughs> in order. <laughs> closet. Yeah, so check it out. You can also join it for, by going to the weirdafnews.com website, which is a, a pretty cool website. Check it out if you have a moment. Or not. See you tomorrow.